War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 181. Getting on up there. It is November 17th. It is 68 degrees outside. It's about 5.15 or so. This Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Anders Bookstore. Love Auburn. Think Anders. Well, it's Thursday before the Alabama A&M game, senior night. Um, if you remember in 2012, Alabama A&M Bulldogs from Huntsville area came down and if you remember 2012 is pretty bad year I believe at that time it was uh, Auburn had two wins before Alabama A&M came down and Auburn beat them something like 56 to nothing so if that kind of tells you remember that was Gene Chizik's last year turmoil terribleness bad season whatever without Gus, by the way. Um, they were still able to beat Alabama A&M, who has only played one, whatever you want to call it, Division One team this year. Um, still able to beat them by 50-something points. So it should be the same thing. Um, obviously, Auburn is better than that 2012 team. But as we've talked about a few times this week through a few rants, Sean White is probably not going to play at all. Cameron Petway will not play. Stanton Truett will not play. Chandler Cox will not play. So it's pretty much going to be Carry On Johnson, um, Cameron Martin, freshman, and Rudy Ford, who plays defensive back and has not played running back since ever at Auburn. Actually, he did a little bit his first year. That's actually what he was recruited as, as running back. So that's basically one starter behind the line of scrimmage will be playing. Um, and he's not 100%. So even then, even still, Auburn should be able to easily handle Alabama A&M. Um, they're probably one of the most overmatched teams Auburn's played in the last decade, and they're doing it again. That being said, they're bringing their band. Their band is awesome. Their band is famous. Their band is known around the country being loud in the stands, for being um, braggadocious about it, for having, you know, a typical good drum line, a fun halftime show, playing in the stands will be loud and fun too. So that'll add a little entertainment to the, to the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, somebody did the math, I can't remember, one of the beat reporters. <clears throat> if you're counting like walk-ons. I don't really know how they did this math and how it had to do something with walk-ons and stuff. But basically, Auburn is going to be missing a quarter of their team due to injury or other things. Um, this Just this Saturday. You have to think that if they had to, Chandler Cox could play. And obviously, if he had to, Sean White could play. Um, if he had to, Stanton Truett could probably play. And I think Cameron Petway might even be able to play. But you know, even more than they were against Bandy a little bit, they're holding out starters for Alabama. Um, it was interesting. I mentioned Pat Dye yesterday because I was listening to him on the radio before, and he, he basically told somebody that even if Auburn had beaten Georgia, they're still very beat up and that team is going to probably play against Alabama. 
So does it even matter? Yeah, I know beating Georgia might have solidified a Sugar Bowl spot, maybe. Uh, but they still have this team that is completely decimated by injuries on the offensive side of the ball, and that team has to go play Alabama. And if that team, if Sean White's not healthy enough to play, if Cameron Petway's not going to play as much of a homer as I am and thinking that Auburn can win every game they play, and I always have hope that they will, but that's like, I mean, how can you, how can you go to the number one team, I don't care if it's Alabama or not, the number one team in the nation on the road in a game that they really, I mean, they don't have to win it, honestly, but they want to, obviously. They want to be undefeated, which is something that they haven't done many times. Um, Auburn has the most undefeated seasons out of the last 20 years uh, than the SEC. I want to say probably in the whole country, other than those little teams. Um, so, it's it would just be obviously way tougher to go there with half a quarterback and most of your backups or most of your backfield gone. And as I mentioned yesterday, also Byron Coward is out for the rest of the year. Um, he's been playing a little bit better. His name's been called out a little bit more. I'm not sure that's a humongous loss because as long as Carl Lawson and Montrevious and Marlon Davidson are, are good to go, I think we're fine. Um, oh, what I was going to say about Pat Dye was yesterday while he was talking about injuries, somebody asked him, because now the new rumor is that Sean will, first, let me, let me talk about one rumor real fast. The rumor now is that Gus took over the play calling, and that's why it was so bad against Georgia, and that's why we struggled against Bandy. Number one, that's 100% false. Rhett has called the plays since he took it over. Um, number two, the calling of the plays does not have much as much to do with it as everybody wants it to. I know that's everybody's favorite blanket argument all the time is that's coaching and play calling. No, that's not why Auburn lost. They lost because they didn't have healthy players, which affected how they could call plays. But anyway, um, the rumor is that Sean White is too hurt to even play the Alabama game, which I don't think he is. I mean, he played the whole rest of the Georgia game. He didn't get crushed on the last play of the game. He completed two passes on the last drive, the only two passes completed in the second half. Yeah, they were quick throws, but still. Um, so, I don't think that's true. But while Pat and I was talking about that last night, he, he basically said, I've never, I haven't heard that rumor that he's out all year. And then he went on to talk about the Alabama A&M game, and he said something like this. He's like, the bottom line is we got number five and we got number six on Saturday. Whoever plays, blah, blah, blah. So he, and he's at practice probably almost every day. He knows. He, he pretty much gave it away there. Gus won't say that Sean isn't playing yet, that he shouldn't have to because it's not anybody's business. Um, but he basically admitted that John Franklin and maybe Jeremy Johnson will play on Saturday. Jeremy Johnson, I still have no clue what's up with him. There was, in the uh, Louisiana Monroe game when Auburn was, was killing him, John Franklin played a lot in the second half. And there was a point in the fourth quarter where it looked like they were going to even go further down the depth chart. John, uh, Jeremy Johnson sat on the bench with his helmet off, chilling, while Woody Barrett and Tyler Queen were throwing the ball. 
mean, were they, they were basically just skipping over him. The other day, Jeremy Johnson said, tweeted something or Instagrammed a picture that said something like, only 28 more days to the next chapter of my life. So excited. Something like that. I mean, it's like he is 100% not playing anymore, but it has to be for some reason. Some people have speculated that he's going to do a graduate transfer, but unless he's hurt and applies for medical redshirt, he can't do that. And I don't think he's hurt. Has no reason to. He played against... He apparently played in the old Miss game. I want to say he might have been a decoy on one of the jet sweeps or something, uh, or a trick play. But he's played He played a lot of the Clemson game, and I feel like he's come in once or twice just a few other times. He might have. I think he might have played in the Texas A&M game. I don't know. Either way, I don't think he can transfer. He's got to be done with college football. I say football. Because he was Alabama's Mr. Basketball his senior year, as long with along with being Mr. Football for all those that think uh, Gus doesn't know how to recruit uh, athletes. Um, maybe he's going to the basketball team. Seems like he could quit the football team anytime he wanted to if he was doing that. But maybe he's going over there. I just don't get it. I mean, again. Everybody's harping on Sean was so hurt. Why didn't you take him out? We ain't got no backups. He Number one, I don't think he was that hurt. Or he wasn't telling the coaches he was that hurt. He was not hurt enough to where he couldn't function on the field. Passes were dropped. He threw probably three bad passes. One being the pick six. That being said, Jeremy Johnson was never mentioned. Somebody asked him, asked Gus about Jeremy Johnson in the press conference after the game and, he's, and he kind of just blew over it. Yeah, he's ready if we need him. But there's just something going on with that. It's it's like he can't play. Like, something has happened and he cannot touch the field. He's not even really an option. Now all this could go away. Auburn could be killing Alabama A&M with John Franklin in the first half and they might throw Jeremy in because it's his senior night. And I, if he can play, I hope he plays. I hope he plays a ton. Because there's rumors that he wanted to quit after the Clemson game and all that, but he didn't. Right, is that the Texas A&M game? He didn't, and he stuck around, and he was here thinking he was going to be the man, and then John Frank, I mean, uh, Nick Marshall showed up, and he was the backup. He played his first half against Arkansas. He started to get, he played the whole game against Western Carolina in 2013. He got to play and he was a starter last year against Louisville and just something went wrong. He threw an interception and it just messed him up. But he has never bashed Auburn, never looked like he was mad. Before the Georgia game, first of all, Auburn only took three quarterbacks to the Georgia game. So Woody Barrett wasn't there to take off the red shirt since everybody thinks that should have happened while Sean. White is winning six games in a row and leading the SEC in quarterback rating. Uh, at Georgia, it was Sean, John, Jeremy all warming up. And then while they were kind of running plays and Jeremy's not really getting any reps on that anymore, he was over there dancing like it was his 21st birthday. He's having fun. He's fine. He doesn't hate Auburn. So he should, if he can play in the senior game, in, on senior night, I hope he gets to play a ton. Because he'll be, he's one of those players 
that it just seems like maybe the pressure of being the starter full-time and being the man and playing in those big-time games is, is, is tough on him mentally. But if he's going to come in in an Alabama A&M game when it doesn't matter, he'd probably look like a Heisman candidate, honestly. I mean, last year he was unfairly thrown into the Heisman candidate mix. Before he'd ever played, he'd played one full game against Western Carolina. And that's it. So, that's a lot of pressure. So, it's semi-understandable for someone to kind of crack under that pressure. Now, I don't know. Before the season started, I still thought he was going to be the starter this year. Because he is, he has the, the tools. But I just feel like if he comes in the Alabama A&M game, he's going to tear it up. Mainly because they're terrible, but also because there's no real pressure and he has the tools that won't be hindered by the pressure. So, I don't know. I'm not saying there's anything weird going on or bad going on. It's just weird that he has not even come in the games that Auburn has been winning by 50 points. Because guess what? Auburn's won a few games by 45-plus points this year. One of them was SEC game. Not sure if y'all remember that. Um, Auburn plays basketball against Eastern Kentucky tonight. Uh... Is that right? Eastern Kentucky, yes. Auburn has never been 2-0 under Bruce Pearl, and they are right now because they beat Georgia State and Florida, North Florida. So tonight, I think this is the, the weakest of the three teams they've played so far. I say that, I don't know, because they're Eastern Kentucky. But it seems like they'd be the weakest. So maybe Auburn's about to go 3-0 and again uh, under Bruce Pearl for the first time. And then next week, I think on Tuesday, they play in Cancun against Texas Tech, and then on... Then the next day, Wednesday, the 23rd, they play in Cancun again against Utah State or Purdue, I think. Something like that. Uh, the weird thing was the Georgia State game was part of this Cancun challenge, tournament, whatever, and they played it at Auburn. That was just kind of weird. I don't, I don't think it even affected who they play at all. They, it didn't mess up. It didn't go into a bracket or anything. They just called it part of the challenge. Yippee. I don't know why. So, yeah, Alabama A&M. Saturday. Eastern Kentucky tonight. Watch it if you can. I think that's it. Bloggle spot. 181. Done. War Eagle.